Good evening, everybody. Welcome to Derazzled, the podcast where we take award-winning worst films and try to fix them. I'm your host, Joe Nealis, and missing tonight is also host Jack Culbertson, uh, missing in that he is not with me because you're listening to yet another Deleted Scenes episode. That's right, this is the last of our Deleted Scenes from Season 2. So from the last 13 episodes, it looks like, of Season 2, uh, this is a bunch of material that was cut, including some fun stuff with uh, special guests uh, Antonio Palacios of the Cultworthy podcast uh, and our filmmaking partner, cinematographer, director of photography, uh, Scott McGrath. We hope you enjoy all of this as much as we enjoyed making it even though it didn't make the real episodes themselves. Uh, thank you to everybody who's been uh, showing us love after season two is wrapped up. We're thrilled that people are continuing to discover the show. It would mean the world to us if you would continue to help people discover the show by rating and reviewing the show everywhere you possibly can. Uh, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Good Pods, wherever you listen to podcasts. For those of you who listen on Stitcher, I'm sorry. We know as of August 29th, your platform will no longer exist. And that sucks. I know a lot of people really enjoyed Stitcher and all of the different offerings that it had, including its premium services and whatnot. Uh, so we hope that you'll continue to listen on some other platform. If you can't find us on a particular platform you're willing to check out, send us an email at derazzledpodcast at gmail.com, and I promise we will do everything we can to get onto that platform for you. If you haven't been paying attention, the writer's strike is still continuing. Uh, as we passed over 100 days as of this recording, I don't have the exact count on hand, but the Writers Guild of America has been on strike for more than 100 days. Uh, we're approaching, if I'm not mistaken, 30-something days for the Screen Actors Guild as well. Uh, the AMPTP, uh, Alliance of Motion Picture and Television Producers, has begun to return to the uh, negotiating table with the Writers Guild, but thus far their efforts have not really resulted in anything concrete and have in fact resulted in some bad faith disinformation being put out through press. Uh, keep in mind with the with these with these negotiations, the official news will be released by the guilds themselves. So if it's not being reported by the WGA or SAG-AFTRA. It's not trustworthy. If it's Variety, if it's Deadline, any of those places, any other major publication, unless it's being backed up directly by the guilds themselves, don't trust it. There's plenty of, there's plenty of information they'll be putting out there when things are confirmed. Uh, in the meantime, we still stand with the, with those guilds. We hope you do as well so that the entertainment industry can continue to thrive and continue to create things that touch us and spur conversation and spur creativity. Uh, in fact, we hope that continues to spread even further as now the uh, visual effects artists with Marvel are attempt attempting to unionize under IATSE. So we wish them luck as well. <sighs> well, with all that out of the way, uh, I don't have a direct season three update for you just yet. Uh, we're working out some schedule, uh, some scheduling for recording for those sessions in the very near future. Uh, so we may have a couple of additional dark weeks coming up beyond the, uh, the release of this deleted scenes episode. Be sure to follow us on social media for all updates on that front. You can find us on Twitter at derazzled pod, Facebook at derazzled podcast, Instagram and TikTok at derazzled underscore podcast. And I think that about wraps everything up. So please enjoy these deleted scenes. Stick around for season three. Spread the rest of the of the seasons around to your friends so they can check them out. And as always, we'll be back and we'll be sure to razzle dazzle ya. <laughs> Did you fart or did I fart? 
don't know. It was a tum- tummy gurgle. It was a tummy gurgle? Okay. It's a future fart. <laughs> Fair. I had a big old bowl of chili before I came yeah. here, so I don't know. I don't know what my butt's going to be doing. All right, going live. <laughs> That's just for Instagram. <laughs> yeah. I ate two-day-old cedar popcorn mm. and smoked a hookah. <laughs> That was my dinner. Your guts are doing great. I'm I'm doing real good over here, guys. <laughs> uh, God. Oh God. Oh God. Uh, Nate did just say Tom Hanks had a really rough year. Tom Hanks did have a really rough year, Nate. You're absolutely correct. I wonder why you. I wonder why you said that. Now, fuck. He also we uh, was riffing on our whale talk. Interspace two, the whale. Starring Brendan Fraser. Oh my God! Yeah. yeah, I hate it. Let's go on. Um, yep. Bum, 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 bum. What do we got in Instagram land? <laughs> Nate said there was a fucking Marmaduke movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, uh, an- yeah, the animation looks terrible. Yeah, what? Like, the, yeah. I don't know. I don't know how they fucked dogs up that hard, man. It's it's rough. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> bum, 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 bum. Fucking a. What what Nate say? Speaking of inner space blonde. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, God damn it. <laughs> I, when you described it, that's what I had in my head. But I'm like, that wouldn't make sense in that film. <laughs> What's happening in Instagram land? Uh, Nate has some feelings on Elvis. What were, Nate, what were your uh, feelings on Elvis? I hated Elvis. Butler is really good. But fuck that movie. Is trash. <laughs> I I'm not gonna lie. I kind of want trash from Boslerman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's at least it's like it's stylized fun trash. So I've, I have avoided watching his Gatsby. I actually liked his Gatsby. I I enjoyed I've heard it that from a couple people that are fans of the book. I love the book. I fucking yeah, love that too. book. Uh, yeah, no, I actually enjoyed the movie. Like it's it's I mean, the book is better, sure, but like. Did I ever tell you my, like, vaguely odd uh, reading experience with Gatsby? No. Um, So it was, like, my first time reading it, and uh, I got a call in the middle of the night from my ex-girlfriend, like, recently ex-girlfriend. Oof. Um, (laughs) I'm not going to spoil the book. I know it's very old, but I'm not going to. Sure. Um, But, like, if you do know towards the end, (laughs) it's somewhat appropriate. Yeah, it is a little (laughs) uncanny. Uh, and she's like, hey, the the uh, fire alarms went off in my building. This is when we still lived in, like, dorms and shit. Yeah. She, well, she did. I, I lived across the street. Uh, she's like, can I come sleep at your place? And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> because that was the closest place. It was it was winter. Sure, but it's, I mean, a fire alarm in a, in a dorm at IUP is not a, a thing you have to weather for very it long. It was like... Unless there was a real fire, which it might have been. Like the the fire trucks were there, and everyone was kicked oh. out of the the place. What building did it she? It was live like in? one of those, you know, the <laughs> such a sidebar. Um, <laughs> uh, there was like those handful of buildings that were not like technically dorms, but were dorms. But you had like pay extra, to live almost like kind of off campus. Oh yeah, I had I had friends who lived in those. Yeah, yeah, it was like one of those. Yeah, if you were over twenty one, you could have alcohol in them. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Anyway, I slept on the couch and finished reading Gatsby and kind of chuckled at myself, but also was sad. Sure. Uh, <laughs> Gatsby. <laughs> Magnanimous. Uh, anyway. 
Uh, now I'm just trying to remember if that would be a time where my friends who were there uh, were drunk and accidentally started a fire or something. Did you ever play the fake NES game, uh, Great Gatsby? No. I'm aware that it exists. I've never I've never played it. I've beat though. it like six times. I love it. Nice. Yeah. Okay, anyway. <laughs> right, yes. You throw your fedora. It's a weapon. <laughs> you odd job people in the Gatsby game? I'm so glad I've learned this. That's yeah. so stupid. <laughs> he was he was trying to clarify what um building it was. Oh, okay. Yeah, um, he yeah, he would be familiar. Yeah. Uh no, not the sweets over by McDonald's. Those are the ones uh, anyway anyway. Uh, close to those, but not those exactly. They were, I think they were the ones closer to the Wyotech kids. This is like three (laughs) people are going to understand what we're talking about. Fair, fair. Anyway. Okay. So what do we got? We can't do that right now. Wait, we can't, we can't do what right now? Continue to talk about the weird shit at IUP. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Nate, we can't just narrow cast to you 100% of the time, man. We'll have you on to just chat about <laughs> misadventures. Um, we... <laughs> yes, I do remember the frat house burning down. You're right. Uh, <laughs> well, I do vaguely remember that happening. And I agree. I think that, what was it Blue Lagoon? Was the one we were talking about? The Blue Lagoon, yeah. Uh, is a mixture of flowers in the attic and castaway. Huh. Yeah. Hmm. Because I also was thinking flowers in the attic. I think where the volleyball comes in, and uh, that's and the child. That's the, oh, okay, okay. <laughs> uh, did you have you heard about horizontal crying? What are we still rolling? Uh, I mean, yeah, I did. Oh, uh, you, okay. you, you hit me before I hit stop, so yeah, I'm still. <laughs> it's, I just learned about it today. Uh, it's apparently if, if you're a person who wears makeup, you kind of like uh, put your head parallel to the floor therefore horizontal so that you you can cry but it doesn't mess up your makeup you mean like you lay on your side no like if 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 i'm crying right now i'm it's just standing parallel to the ground so the tears go straight down and on my face huh yeah that's what this episode makes me want to do oh (laughs) i'm sorry (laughs) sorry poor jake lloyd poor jake lloyd In that moment, he it kind of broke through his his white privilege. Oh, where he realized, hmm. oh, I'm there's like one very vocal bird. Yeah, outside. I just got that too. We we normally record a little later, but even still, <laughs> shut the fuck up. <laughs> it's kind of whimsical. It's gorgeous outside. Go. <laughs> <laughs> it's the last time we're filming during the daylight. <laughs> Recording. <laughs> He's really vocal. Like, what is happening? I don't know what to do about this. Hold for bird. Are you bitch? (laughs) (laughs) Curse you and your wealth, your comedic timing, bird. Bird's funny as fuck. Well, excuse excuse the very vocal bird outside. I'm going to continue because, again, we're outrunning a a hangover. Yeah, let's let's, Um, let's take it again. So, because of what happened to him with the police, I'm excited for when we finally get around to doing the Assassin's Creed episode. Yes. As I've been playing uh, Assassin's Creed uh, Valhalla, which is the most recent mm-hmm. game, okay. so I'm like almost caught up <laughs> with all the nonsense that is that series. 
so it was going to be very interesting to finally like put pen to paper on that script. And how how much what games does the movie cover or try to cover? It doesn't. We'll talk we'll talk about that okay. in the episode itself, okay. but it it, it it tries to do its own thing. Okay. So as long as I've played like one of the yeah, I, I would say yeah. You want to have like some understanding of how the series works in terms of like the the uh, Assassins v Templar dynamic, mm-hmm. um, but like the actual like you're not going to encounter anything from like any of the like occurrences in the past. You're not going to see any of the memories that were in the game taking place in the movie. So like, there's no gotcha. Altair, there's no Ezio, there's no other like other people that you play as. It's a completely different assassin, completely different situation. It's it's weird because I saw like a bunch of like press and releases about the movie and then it disappeared yeah it got a lot of promotion i remember there was a lot of hype behind it and then it was bad it was bad (laughs) (laughs) so last night after you left yep people started screwing with um the egg slash speaker which which was uh, putting the stars on the ceiling, the little, like projector. Oh, thing. oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and like everyone's fucked up at that point. Yeah, everyone's kind of like laying around. <laughs> and it was like Nate and Courtney, and I, th- I think Chappelle for a little bit. Chappelle also left like sh- either shortly before you or shortly after. I think I think they left a little after me. I, I think um, the problem with the egg mm-hmm. is it's it's finicky. <laughs> okay it's finicky like how so the power cord that goes in the back of it oh if you that's... like look at it the wrong way it just shuts off it gets nervous and just kind of clamps right, up right yeah uh and then you have to like turn it back on resync your phone <laughs> yeah that's finicky is a good word for that <laughs> and people just started to like pray to the egg and, like worship the egg <laughs> don't anger the egg almighty egg almighty please egg. play my song yeah. to completion <laughs> Every time it shut off, everyone was like, "Ah!" I'm like, I don't have one to slept all last night. That's that's amazing. And someone's like, you know, for your next birthday, I'm going to get you one, a better egg. I'm like, don't. This is, this is fantastic. <laughs> Did you see what just happened? Yeah. <laughs> all right. I wish I recorded that shit. <laughs> Hold on. There was there was a fly. I, I saw. I don't. <laughs> yeah. I don't. You were slating. I don't think. I, <laughs> take two. Uh, I don't think I got him, but yeah, there's more time. That's fine. Um, <laughs> it's weird because Johnny Depp also wanted to have a, a nose prosthetic on a number of his films. Really? Yeah, both of them. If I recall correctly, at least definitely Johnny Depp has said the reason he wanted that was he didn't want to be cast based on his looks. I don't like that. I'm going to say this, but yeah. good on Johnny Depp. Yeah. And similarly, it was a Sleepy Hollow specifically. He wanted to have a, a prosthetic nose to play. Um, that, I, Crane. Th- that I feel like makes some sense. Like, yeah, you, well, I think you the could... character is described with a, a crooked nose. Yeah, and, and described as very unattractive in the book. Yeah, no, he's supposed to be. Yeah, he's supposed to be like a, like a spindly, unpleasant looking motherfucker. Yeah. Like, I always thought it was kind of weird to cast Johnny Depp in that yeah. role. Not he that did. he wasn't good, but that's actually one of my favorite Tim Burton films. I, l- I really liked that movie. Sleepy Hollow was solid. Yeah. Um, actually scared me as a child. Yeah. Or teenage. Anyway. Um, yeah. Giant Depp agrees with you. He should have looked like a goober. Fucking weird. <laughs> All right. Um, <laughs> a tomato, tomato nuance. I mean, <laughs> we, we have to recognize first and foremost that Bob Guccione was the 
CEO, head publisher of Penthouse Magazine. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes, so, 100%. <laughs> since we're on break, I'll give you a real quick rundown of, of the format. We're doing two episodes at once. Um, so this the second act, when we get back from break, we're just doing stats. We're going to do um, yeah. awards at one, all that shit. And then act three, we'll talk about like what we liked, what we didn't like. That'll be at the end of the first episode. Then the second episode, we'll talk more about uh, who's at fault. So Bob Guccione, um, <laughs> Caligula, a man who existed, uh, and then we'll we'll fix it. Um, which, if yins are okay, I'm gonna take a sip of water. Dive back in. Take take, take a sip of water. Yeah, nurse that voice. Should have made a cup of tea. Nice and soothing. I drank so much of that in in college that it, it makes me want to throw up instantly. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Cool, 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 cool. Put your readers back on. They're already becoming not strong enough. Yeah. I'm <laughs> aging at a rapid rate. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck! Come on, cyborg guys. Meanwhile, I'm over right. here paying extra money not to have Coke bottles. <laughs> Antonio, do you? Um, I know you have friends that are filmmakers. Do you do any filmmaking, or did you do any filmmaking? Uh, yeah, in my younger days, in my early twenties, um, we had a little production company called Fifteen Second Fix dot com. Mm-hmm. This is pre YouTube, and what we would do is we would do a um 90 second short film each week but only release it 15 seconds at a time hmm. day by day interesting so you'd go back and you watch 15 seconds and the end of the week you watch all of it and we did you know like 20 or 30 of those we entered some into like little film festivals and stuff like that and then you know everyone was bitching at each other and so we quit right. and then like a year later youtube started oh, fuck. and one of, <laughs> one of the guys one of the guys put a bunch on there and they had one that actually was viral for a while. And, um, but yeah, I never really had the time to get back into sure. it. We got back together. We had like a reunion, like five or six years after we shut down and we did like one last movie together, which I directed. And it was silly and fun. And that's it. Nice. After that, it was just mostly post production. I had a side gig for a while. This will be an interesting episode that I'm trying to like figure out how to work. So here in Utah, um, it was big news in the late 90s and up until like the mid 2000s. There were all these video companies that would, you would buy a movie, you'd bring it to these video companies and they would edit out any nudity, swearing. Interesting. I've heard of this kind of thing. Yeah. Essentially making like airline versions of movies like they used to have everything like kind of cut out. (laughs) Yeah. And James Cameron sued them because they were taking all the boobies at a Titanic. And he won. <laughs> he won. And he won. He won. And so it shut him down. And it was called Clean Flicks. And <laughs> we tried to get the rights to make a documentary about it like 15 years ago. Yeah. And someone had already beat us to the punch. Fuck. But it never came out. And it's still, I think, on IMDb is like in production. Like huh. they'll release it someday. But yeah, all that shit happened here in Utah. And I actually got a job working for them. I was a plant. Like I was getting info about them for the documentary and they gave me a laptop. They gave me all this editing software and I would go in and I would literally edit 
all the swearing and any nudity and boob scenes and violence out of things. It was a pretty crazy What the hell? Thing. That's yeah. wild. I hope you guys are able to to do something with that material. Uh, yeah, I mean, who knows? Like it, we have a bunch of footage and, and interviews somewhere, but like I said, someone else was like really pushing to get it done. So. Yeah. <clears throat> well, one of the reasons I bring that up is we are thinking of doing something different for season three's finale. Um, specifically, it is called the. I wasn't sure if I wasn't sure if you're going to share the big the big secret. Just with just with Antonio. Okay. Um, what is it? The unofficial Willem Dafoe bad, bad art movie festival awards, something like that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so Willem Dafoe has this, this audio clip that has been making the rounds on like TikTok and stuff where he talks about how important it is to specifically make bad art to go mm-hmm. out of your way to make bad art, um, and how freeing it is and how important it is, uh, as an artist to do that. Um, to kind of like break that fear of making bad art by just doing it. Uh, so we have a bunch of kind of filmmakers, filmmaker friends that are in the same boat that they used to do it. And then, you know, life caught up with them, whatever, uh, or they froze, um, they let the, you know, the fear kind of catch them and they stopped. Uh, so what we want to do for the, the finale of season three is, um, a festival, a film festival of, specifically bad short films purposefully bad <laughs> short films um, and i like this you know a lot. give awards to the the worst <laughs> films um <laughs> so i wanted to mention it to you i didn't know if you still did filmmaking or if you uh knew any any buds that would want to submit something awful um oh definitely we'll submit something awful great <laughs> give me something great. to do yeah we love that kind of stuff Oh uh, hell yeah! Right now I'm just kind of testing the waters to see if we basically if we have enough people that would do it to have a festival. Yeah, like we're gonna do one obviously, but yeah, a, a festival of one is not quite fun. <laughs> um, as they say. Um, I'll, so I'm actually sponsoring two local short film festivals oh, nice. in April and in May. No shit. And the first one is April 17th. Um, and I'll be seeing and I'll be on the judging panel of nine of them. Oh, shit. And so I'll Sweet. talk to those guys like, hey, if you, if you guys really make this happen, these are just people who are just eager to show anything anywhere. Great. Yeah. But I haven't seen any of them yet. So we'll see if there's some battles sure. like, you know, I know a guy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we want to see if we can hunt down like a $25 gift certificate to Chili's. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I like it. I don't think they have chilies anymore, but that's no chili still exists. Oh, I kind of wanted it not to. Um, <laughs> it's apple. It's Applebee's that are hard to find these days. Uh, There's still not, few not here. There. We have. There's still some Applebee's. We're lousy with Applebee's. <laughs> All of our oh. Applebee's have turned like oh. into uh, think- Shake Shacks or whatever. No. Out here, maybe I'm thinking of Chi-Chi's. You might be thinking of Chi Chi's. Yeah, I haven't seen a Chi Chi's in a long time. Right. You mentioned twenty five dollar gift certificate to Chi Chi's. Um, <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> it'll just be drawn on the back of a piece of cardboard. Um, <laughs> oh, we got a chat. Is it porn. Dick pills. Hi, I want to offer you promotion of your channels, viewers, followers, views, chat bots. <laughs> the price is lower than any competitor. The quality is guaranteed to be the be- the best. Auto on, incredibly flexible and convenient order management panel. Everything is in your hands. Turn it on slash off slash customize. Go to dogehype.com. Nice. Again, again with this fucking bullshit. 
No. <laughs> well, the lighting is moodier. Hmm. That's fine. All right. I am unbothered either way. Let me fix my dick. Oh, yeah, you fix your dick. There we go. <laughs> That'd be fun for the deleted scenes. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Um, do, did you say what year this was being? Yeah, it's 2007. 2007, okay. I'm trying to think of what comics were doing at that point. Hmm. But I can't remember. Can't remember. I want to say they were doing all the, um, fi- not building up to the Final Crisis, so it was like New 52, or not New 52, just 52. Uh, it, was, it was an interesting time. They were doing this. 52 was this comic where they put out an issue every week. Okay. So it was, it was four writers writing all at the same time because God damn it, that's a lot. Yes. And they were all working with a bunch of like D-list characters because uh, I want to say the big three were out of the picture for some reason. Hmm. Um, it, was, it was interesting. But dead? Some dead? I, I think they took a year off. Just... On sabbatical, I, I, I think I think something awful happened. They're like, we need to take some time off. I need a fucking break, yeah. guys. Um, yeah, because I think Batman goes to what DC's version of Shangri La is. You know, Nanda Parbat. <laughs> it's I, sorry, you want to say that one more time? Nanda Parbat. Nanda. Yeah, you know. Bat. It's it's one of the places where there's a Lazarus pit. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> I want to clarify this in my brain. Because it sounds like they're combining two different storylines. And by storylines, I mean Tower of Babel and the year of 2005 in comics. <laughs> just, uh, just the entirety of yeah, 2005 comics? There was a lot of like crossover and... Um, it it was when they, they started to... And they, they still do this today... They would like pick creative and like, all right, you're in charge of the overarching like direction of all of DC for now. Okay. And I want to say it was like Jeff Johns. That feels right for the time. I know I, I know that I even even me being like very peripherally aware mm-hmm. of comics at the time, I knew the name of Jeff Johns as being kind of a big deal. Um which like I mostly stuck to just Batman around that time so I don't, I don't really know yeah um but I remember there's there was something with the OMAC project and brother I and everyone was mad at Batman because he was being a dickhead um I think Grant Morrison came in right after this because he's like I don't want Batman to be a dickhead anymore we're gonna fix it <laughs> good yeah he's like he's been a dickhead for a good like 20 years in comics we need to Let, let's let's turn that around right yeah Let's let's make his son the dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love Damien. I, I thought it was going to be Damien. Yeah, yeah. D- Damien is kind of a little dickhead. He's a little shit. He? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he they they've toned him down a little bit, but when he first showed up, I mean, he was raised by the literal League of Assassins. Yeah, that's fair. Um, <laughs> I guess when your mom's Talial Ghoul, right? Yeah. He tries to impress Batman by um, defeating the the villain that Batman's looking for <laughs> by chopping off his head and giving it to his father. Oh, great! It didn't go well. <laughs> it's like a, like a cat, like a cat bringing yeah, a dead basically. bird to the doorstep. 
Look, father, I fixed this for you. <laughs> I brought you a present. <laughs> this is a stupid villain. Be proud of me. Was it was it Condiment King? No, I'm a bit upset. No, it was, <laughs> it was the spook. The spook? Yeah, he was a guy that dressed like a ghost and... Scooby-Doo ass motherfucker. <laughs> he was a Scooby-Doo villain. He didn't deserve to have his head cut off by Dave. No, that's a bit. That's, but, that is a harsh reaction. Imagine right. if the fucking like Mystery Inc. crew went around just decapitating every landlord that dresses a ghost. Well, like, well, actually, now that now that uh, I mention that, and they, if they played some groovy tunes, that'd be even better. That uh, would be even better, especially if like if he gets decapitated in the midst of them like running through a bunch of doors that like, don't match up properly. Uh, oh, I love Scooby-Doo. God, me too. There's this. This play, I want to say it's, I forget what it is, but it's, it's a spoof on the Peanuts characters. Um, okay. And it's written as though like the Peanuts characters have all grown up and like dealt with adult issues like the, you know, Peppermint Patty and um, was it Marcy. Marcy. Yeah. Clearly lesbians. Absolutely. Um, yeah. It's, it's a little too dark for my. Yeah, I can see how you would get kind of like edge lord dark with that yeah. kind of stuff, which is just even even if you're going to you're trying to like subvert something wholesome like mm-hmm. that, it's just not the vibe. Like look at the fucking like Winnie Pooh Winnie the Pooh Blood and Honey or whatever. Like yeah. everyone fucking hated that. Oh really? I didn't Oh yeah, the the Rotten Tomato scores in bo- for both like audience and critics, I'm pretty sure are single digits. Lame. Uh it looked pretty bad. Mm-hmm. They're making a sequel anyway. I know. Yeah. I know. It's I think it's still made like eight times its budget right well, it had like, it had like no budget so right yeah it was pretty easy to make more than zero yeah uh but like th- i want to do that with the scooby-doo gang like a postmodern scooby-doo spoof play oh my god uh <laughs> but I, I need somebody to pay me to live because yeah anytime yeah that that would be a big undertaking i just love the characters so much yeah they're pretty great Plus, someone has to show them some love. All the cool shit that they're doing with those characters keeps getting thrown away. Yeah, right? They did pretty openly admit that Velma's gay, though. Yeah. Which is pretty cool. Yeah, I'm, finally. Good Lord. James yeah. Gunn tried to do that. Yeah, he tried to do it in the what, early 2000s? Yeah. Early, early 2000s. Yeah, in the, in the, in the fucking movies with yeah. uh, Sarah Michelle Gellar and Freddie Prince Jr. and Matthew Lillard and whatnot. I need to hunt down yeah. his original script and... Read it. If only Linda Cardellini had gotten to play a gay Velma as opposed to regular Velma. I mean... Not regular, but straight Velma. Yeah. The, that was like 2000, 2001. There's no yeah. way that... That wouldn't have flown. WB. Yeah. yeah, there's no way. I mean, if they're barely letting it happen now... Yeah. We're really off track, huh? Well, yeah. I mean, <laughs> we're between acts. Right. It's fine. Um, what was that? The It was the most recent movie. It was like some halloween special but the scooby-doo they have a villain costume designer wait really yeah that that's like the villain of that movie huh is um all of the villains can be tied tied back to one person it's the costume designer who's very gay (laughs) and velma is all about it oh okay (laughs) yeah um i i need to actually watch that that's very good it's fun it's still like yeah. But th- that z-, z plot is very fun. <laughs> Outstanding. And you get to see all of the classic villains from the original series who are in prison now because they fucked up. Yeah. Uh, and she designed their costumes for them. Nice. 
I guess not the robot because the robot was a robot. The robot was a robot. It That's didn't true. know what it was doing. No. Just the one time it was innocent. Just a robot. Just a robot. Yeah. Just trying to do his goddamn job. Yeah. It's not his fault that he was programmed for evil. Was it programmed <laughs> for evil? I forget how that works. <laughs> it's been a long time. I can't remember. I think he was just being a bit of a pain in the ass. That sounds like a robot. Yeah. Okay. Are you ready to get back? I'm more of a Space Kook fan anyway. Yeah, Space Kook's the best. <laughs> Great laugh. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, so good. My my goal in life is to be able to laugh like that on cue. <laughs> <laughs> just just scared, destroy my vocal cords yeah, every time. Scare the bejesus out of people at Target. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. I love that. <laughs> All right. Okay. Batman, huh? Barry's dead. Who'd have thunk it? Okay. Honestly, better death than he had in the comics. <laughs> Is there a bird? Oh, yes. Oh, oh, that was awful. Oh, I hate that. What? I'm playing with the effects. Oh, okay. <laughs> You're not going to spend this one on fire? No. No, I can't find it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to murder a bird. Go to bed. Yeah. Well, hopefully we can get some room tone with the bird. And we'll be able to factor the bird out. Was the bird there when you got here? Did you bring the bird? I did not bring the bird. At least not intentionally. Maybe. Hmm. Oh, I might have been tailed. (laughs) I mean, I could yell out the window. My neighbors already think I'm crazy because I'll smack the awning with a broom to (laughs) get the the raccoons to be quiet. I mean, that's one way to do it. Trying to watch a movie. (laughs) Can't be rearranging furniture. It's probably going to be fine. It's don't. Hey. There's an airplane. <laughs> oh, boy. <sighs> Never a dull moment, eh? Listen, whenever we get our um, McDonald's sponsorship, we'll spring for. Oh, <laughs> <sighs> uh, no, I'm just. Studio. It's just making me excited to finally like start working on the house. Like I want to tear up that basement room so badly and soundproof the fuck out of it. If you did change your name to Joey Rouse <laughs> <laughs> and you showed up to produce the porno that we'll inevitably end up making. God. Whoever the like whoever is at the door to let people in is not gonna let you in. No. Like you're an, you're an actor? No, I'm the no. producer. No, you're not. No, you're not. <laughs> no, 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 there's not nearly enough gel in your hair. <laughs> I can't see nearly enough of your chest hair right now. Now oh, he has a movie coming out last last year. What this year? Last year. Last year. Uh, but, 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 oh, interesting. Um, it's called The Impact. 
and it is a result of collaborative filmmaking initiative run by Create 50. The feature film is comprised of 37 short films. Cool. Interesting. So overall, it has 6.6 6 out of 10, but it's a series of short films, so... And that's IMDb, I'm taking, I take it? <laughs> it's also, yeah, it's also yeah. IMDb. Um, so other notables... His first movie is a movie called Fist. It's an acronym. Um, it's an acronym? It's an acronym. Oh, God. For something. I'm afraid of what that stands for. Uh, Hearts of Fire, Jagged Edge, Checking Out, Music Box. Hearts of Fire looks... Is that Bob Dylan? Bob Dylan? Yeah, that's Bob Dylan. <laughs> I didn't, didn't know he had ever acted. And nor nor did I. It has a 4.3 out of 10. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Hearts of Fire, indeed. Um, yeah, it looks, looks like we're aware of his larger films. Okay. <laughs> the There was that one moment where she is like... I'm sorry, there are children There's, playing outside. Is there a playground all of a sudden? There's just screaming children. There's like laughing children outside. Children don't live on this block. It's 914 at, at, at night. It's a school night. It's a school night. <laughs> oh, it's Good Friday. They might have off for Easter oh. weekend. Uh, as you were, children. I guess. I mean. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> um, <laughs> and we touched on this in the last episode, how like in the, in the, the interviews that were given about mm-hmm. him at, around the time of Showgirls and in the wake of Showgirls, uh, that he supposedly... Hold for plane. I swear to God. Oh, I haven't heard that in so long. It's been a while since I've been on a film set. <laughs> Hold for plane. Yeah, just in that frustrated <laughs> hell tone. All right. Uh, so and, and cue laughing children. Oh God, yeah. No. Hopefully not at this point. Uh, <laughs> there is so much information about this guy. I I believe it. Uh, I'm partially from my own brain. I'm just kind of lightly touching on the events, but I, 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 there's a documentary I was unaware of. Oh, um, I think there's two documentaries, but like one's the like better known one. Okay. Um, when I, when I picked up the comic books yesterday from Ben, I was yeah. telling him about this and he's like, Oh, are you guys going to do like a, like an elaborate episode on him? Like, no, because <laughs> we're not a true crime podcast. Fair. But because it is Hollywood, sometimes we are. Yeah, we kind of have to do that sometimes because yeah. some shit goes down. But I, I know on the Mother Dearest episode, we... Or was, no, it was Xanadu. I mean, Mother, Mother Dearest, we did talk about. We true we got true crimey in both of those, yeah. But I can't remember what the Xanadu one was. Oh, is the the uh, person killing because he thought Olivia Newton John was giving him messages through the through That's the right. movie or something, and uh, threatened Sandra Day O'Connor if I remember correctly. Yeah, you're right. I forgot about that. Yeah, it's burned into my brain a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> well, you have to edit them so you're like yeah. listening to it over and over and over again. Yeah. yeah. Um. Good luck <laughs> with this episode. Um, oh my god! I don't know what it is about. Like I can, I can listen to true crime. I cannot watch true crime documentaries. 
I have a harder time with them, I think. There's something, I mean, there's something inherently different about visual storytelling mm-hmm. in, 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 uh, in whenever it comes to documentary information that I think is just, it's more emotionally, like, I guess, I guess manipulative is kind of the word, but also, but also just, it, it, it really just hammers some of the shit home harder in a lot of cases. Like there are times where I'll be listening to like like last podcast on the left or mm-hmm. behind the bastards or whatever, and like I'll have to kind of stop and be like, "Holy fuck, is he <laughs> actually describing this?" <laughs> right? Yeah. And like, and I'll be like a little bit beside myself for a second, but it's not like it's not the same level as like sitting no. there and actually watching a documentary. Well, I, I have such a incredible visual recall that I can remember a, a true crime special I watched when I was twelve. Um, visually yeah narratively i have no idea who it was sure sure. um but i can listen to a podcast no problem so that that, i know that i know that that is how my brain works yeah somehow reading rome pharaoh's uh journalist journalism paper whatever um article that's the word i'm looking for (laughs) so my brain's on fire yeah i believe Um, it that had the same effect as if i had watched a documentary yeah like it was just, it was potent uh especially especially the asia argento stuff was a horrible um yeah it's uh, fucking terrible because i i remember like the, the cosby stuff i i remember that coming out like day and day day after day and like there's another person another person another person it's because um, he has like 60 something accusers yeah. if i'm not mistaken yeah. um the when the heart the weinstein stuff started to come out I remember when specifically is her name just is is it Asia or is it said differently? I think it's I think it's pronounced Asia. Asia? Or, I think I've heard it okay. pronounced Asia Argento, but that uh, makes I, sense because she's Italian. It yeah. doesn't matter. Um, I mean, it does matter, but yeah. Uh, I remember her being brought up and people immediately being like, "Oh, she can't be believed." Um, so like having that that moment in time and rain in my skull and then reading her account of what happened. Mm -hmm. It was an interesting day at work. I believe that. Yeah. (sighs) I cannot tell you how excited I am to talk about the cobbler and the thief. Yeah. I wanted to rant at somebody about this movie since I first learned about it in college. It's, (laughs) it's fascinating. Um, I remember falling down a Wikipedia rabbit hole for hours, just nice researching it. Um, and you know what? No Harvey Weinstein. Wait, fuck. What? There's Harvey Weinstein in that story too. Seriously? <laughs> God yeah. damn it! Yeah. Um, uh. <laughs> um. Yep. But he won't be involved in Blonde. I think. No, no, he's not involved in Blonde. I'm fairly certain he also won't be involved in Assassin's Creed. So. <laughs> I hope not. I'll be so fucking oh angry. If I have to bring up Harvey Weinstein in Assassin's Creed, I'm putting in the fix that he is actively murdered. <laughs> <laughs> Which, if I know anything about that that series, that's possible, right? They never really let you play much in the, in the present day. Uh, not too much. I couldn't get get past the race with his brother, so <laughs> <laughs> I really I I 
I hope you are able to get past that point because being able to fist fight the Pope at the end of that game is so fucking great. I want to fight the Pope so bad. Yeah, it's awesome. Uh, shit. <laughs> it, it definitely feels like a moment that I would pass off to my brother and like, just beat this fucking person. Yeah. We've discovered that Bushy likes to go outside. Like, on a leash. Oh, really? Um, I wouldn't have expected that from no. her. Oh, uh, And she hopped up on the little brick ledge, and the mm-hmm. bird saw it was pissed. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that would that, that's not a thing that um, would end very well. <laughs> no. Um, so since it's been a minute since we've recorded, uh, I'm just going to rant about a topic to kind of get back into it. I, sure, yeah. My bones hurt, and I can't breathe. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking tell me about it. Yeah. Um. God, I was just thinking of that couch gag that I think it's Hertzfeld did. Oh God, where it 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 becomes so deeply abstract. Yeah, it gets it gets weird. It's it like gets a real wiggle and a weird. zero, and it's like I'm Bart. Howdy, I don't know. It's been forever. <laughs> um, uh, Lindsay is watching Nope for the first time. Ooh. Uh, the line of uh, wacky waving inflatable arm flailing tube men in the beginning made her screech. <laughs> I don't know that yet. I, I have a copy of it. I, I want to rewatch. I want to have a, a Jordan Peele night. I, I, actually, I yeah. want to rewatch Us. I need to get copies of I, – I, I want to get the Blu-rays for Get Out and Us because right now I, still, I just have that Redbox DVD copy of Get Out that I never returned. <laughs> Uh, and I don't have a copy of Us currently, so I, I need those for my collection. I just have Get Out. Um, Us is one that like I didn't quite understand the first time I watched it. I think I watched it with you. Yeah, um, yeah, we watched it when we lived together. I think and, like I enjoyed it, but I was like, I'm not getting it all. I liked it a lot. I just I didn't like it as much as, as Get, Get Out. Out. Yeah, which oh, yeah, really good. Yeah, honestly, <laughs> um, my snobby nerd copy of midsummer arrived today oh yeah because i have like the the regular bare bones blu-ray um but the only only way you can get the director's cut is directly through a24 oh yeah that figures yeah and it comes with it it's really nice it's this like bound book oh uh and then you you know open up and there's like the, the the blu-ray um but then all the um, watercolor drawings that are throughout the movie are also are, are in, in this book. Yeah, oh, that's really, so really cool. Um, I love that. A little more expensive than I wanted, but like how expensive? Like fifty. That's not. It's not terrible. No. I, like it's it's a good chunk of change, but it's yeah. not terrible. I it, mean, I'm about to I drop seventy dollars on fucking Legend of Zelda: Tears of the Kingdom. So, and that's the regular version of the game. That, yeah, I'm like, if I hadn't already bought the regular version of Midsummer, I probably wouldn't feel as silly. Yeah, that's fair. But then I am who I am, so I'm like, I actually like both versions for different reasons, so I want both versions. No, this this is very you. Yeah, yeah. that tracks. Because I watched – I never watched the theatrical cut until I showed it to Belinda the other day. I'd only seen the director's oh. cut. Um, so I was like, oh, I can see why this works. But also the scene that they cut – adds this and this and blah, blah, blah. And I'm a nerd. Uh, can't wait for the four and a half, five hour director's cut of Bo's Afraid. I'll buy both versions. Oh, God. Um, <laughs> Have you seen that yet? No. I no. 
um, wanted to go Saturday after we drank, but I, <laughs> I didn't get super hungover. I was just like, but yeah, I'm like, I'm not leaving the house. Yeah, I get, I'm I get that. Potato. Oh, I think I, I did a mini movie marathon. You did, That's you right. did do your mini uh, movie marathon. You did your Lolita oh, and God. your, uh, uh, it, um, Tenet and I did Tenet. I did Lolita. And then after that, I changed directions because I'm like, oh, I need a, my brain too hungover for this. <laughs> uh, I watched From Beyond. From Beyond. It's a, it's from the same dudes who did Reanimator. Oh, okay. So it's like, it's horror, it's cheesy, it's gross, but it's fun. Yeah, sure. Um, there's, they have some very strange ideas of what BDSM is. <laughs> it's <laughs> hilarious. Uh, and then I, at that point, of after watching three movies, uh, I had no brains left. So I was like, yep. you know what I'm going to try? You know what I've never seen? Bloodsport. <laughs> never seen Bloodsport. <laughs> yeah, you went in a real different direction. <laughs> you know what movie I enjoyed the most out of that day? Bloodsport. Fucking Bloodsport. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. I'm thinking, I've watched a movie by Christopher Nolan, Stanley yep. Kubrick, yep. and I think Stuart Gordon did from Beyond, um, who's like still in our tort, even if he's a gross one. Um, but the movie I enjoyed the most was fucking Bloodsport, Bloodsport. a movie that I've, I've heard multiple times described as one of Donald Trump's favorites, although he has somebody stand by to fast forward through the non-Kung Fu parts. Which like there's no, there's not that much plot. What? Just my brain. Um, God, I've heard like I've heard that he loves that movie. I did yeah. not hear the fast forward boy detail. Yeah, my, the, the the it's not a dense plot, Don. <laughs> you you can sit through. Eric, the, I need you to push the button. <laughs> also, Forrest Whitaker's in it. Fucking wonderful. And, like, yes. I love that man. Every scene he's in, he's got like a cheese eating smile on. Like he's <laughs> he's aware of how silly it is that he's there at all. And he's just loving it. And he's it. just like thrilled to be on set. <laughs> he's like, I'll tase you. <laughs> and like, his, like, he's a cop or like a fed or whatever. And his partner is like playing it dead straight. Like, so he gets oh so if his if his partner's playing it dead straight he just gets to kind of go off the wall a bit then he, yeah but like it's not in character <laughs> like it's not written that way and he just doesn't him, give a shit it's just him having fun he's just him having fun um, I love that for him it's like God of those four movies I would probably watch Bloodsport again that's amazing probably would not watch Lolita or Tenet. I'm still curious about Tenet, even though every every everyone I've ever talked to about it is like that was fucking incomprehensible. I am mad that I agree with that. <laughs> I don't want to, but I do, um, because I wanted to like it. It's like part of me want part of me is part of me is concerned. Like what like if I watch this movie, if I like, if I don't get it, all right, fine. I'm I'm. I'm, I'm same as the vast majority of people apparently because no one fucking gets this movie. But what if I watch it and I'm like, oh no, that made perfect sense. Like, what the fuck's wrong with me then? That's that's kind of how I felt with Inception because people were like, oh, I don't understand it. And like that made perfect sense. No, Inception was fine. That right. was, Inception's not that hard to understand. It's, not, it's really not. But, I think what it is with Tenant is. There, there were movies that I watched. I'm like, that was that was a vibe. Like, I'm not supposed to understand it. Like, every movie by David Lynch. Sure. Excluding the straight story. Yeah. Is yeah. like, 
go with the vibe, go with the feel of it. There's plot, sure, mm-hmm. sure. Um, Tenet feels like you're bit... supposed to know what's going on, and you don't. But you don't. Okay, yeah. so this is a, 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 like a, a needless, needlessly uh, obtuse, uh, ob, ob, obscure movie. Yeah, I mean, if you do watch it and figure it out, let me know because I I did not. I mean, if if I have to write a goddamn dissertation to figure this out, <laughs> swear to God, season eight. <laughs> second hell <laughs> so <laughs> yeah it's just every episode is another chapter of that dissertation just until finally we have a master class on tenet <laughs> fuck me man yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh i was you know i was curious like th- this story has a like a nauseating effect on me like i a visceral effect and I didn't know if that was just going to be me or if if other audiences or other people or you would would find it as tragic as I do. I I I mean I find it specifically heartbreaking and it is like existential level fear great for me. <laughs> like, Save that for act 3 cuz that's uh, when we get back, I'm basically going to talk about the recobbled cut, and then we'll talk about the existential dread. But first, I'm going to go pee. Go go pee and or vomit. <laughs> Which of those apostles was a dickhead? Judas? Oh, yeah, I guess he was. The other one, the one that eventually was, he was like a tax collector. Oh, Nico. Yeah, Nico. No, I have no <laughs> idea. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know my Bible um, that well at this point. <laughs> But that that's what I imagine this art Pinkerton being is is anyway cut this cut this out um, this, is, this is shit. <laughs> I was watching um oh my god it was there was a there was a clip of Hank Azaria talking about Mel Blanc I saw recently where he's okay. just like a bunch of us in the Simpsons uh, on the Simpsons cast were like trying to replicate what he does like um uh imitating a character in a character's voice. Because it was the whole like rabbit season, yeah, the rabbit yeah, yeah. season, duck season episode mm-hmm. of Looney Tunes, where he he's he's voicing Bugs mm-hmm. doing Daffy and Daffy doing Bugs. And it's like that's so hard to yeah. do. Like that's like, the, the man was the the man was a goddamn voice magician. <laughs> I love listening to masters of of their field talk about who they yeah. envy. Mm-hmm. Uh, wild, incredible, yeah. <laughs> That's what podcasts are, right? Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, it's <laughs> I find I found that either podcasts are free therapy or an excuse to drink with your buds. Um, yeah, honestly, and like <laughs> we've done both. We've done both. <laughs> Mostly, we've guessed it on drinking podcasts. I think if we try to drink on this podcast, we our well, episode I mean, would be like what, six I'm, hours long. I mean, when we bring Caleb on, we do that's those. true. That's, we, yeah, <laughs> it's true. Um, and those are fun. Those are fun. Uh, yeah. I I look. Those are a once a season thing. Yeah. Not that I was think. Uh, not that I wasn't thinking about bringing the rest of that mezcal to this recording, but I've got all those beers left. Really good. I'm <laughs> not gonna lie, all the mezcal was really good. I, I'd was. never had it before. Yeah, it's quite um, good. <laughs> it would be appropriate at this point in the podcast. Yeah. Um, but anyway, I might get another sound blanket for for the windows. <laughs> God, how hot can we make it in this room? <laughs> Okay. Razzled peacoats. 
<laughs> That's an option in Redbubble, yeah. right? Peak cuts? Sure, should be. Jesus Christ, could you imagine? It'd be the itchiest, worst the, pea coats yeah. I've ever experienced. Straight wool. <laughs> just some some stapled together felt. <laughs> <Ew>. <laughs> All right, well, now I'm going to make it. <laughs> <laughs> My phone does not want to play nice. I think it just doesn't want to deal with bluttering. I think I think we scared it is part of the problem here. <laughs> I told you how my PS4 acted up when I tried to feed it Assassin's That's Creed. That's true, yeah. <laughs> Literally tried to spit the blue yeah. right back. Out. I was like, I know you were just you were just chewing on some Twin Peaks, but here's some Assassin's Creed. And it was like bleh, bleh, bleh. <laughs> <sighs> I was really nervous I was gonna get blood rained. <laughs> just I, it was it was a rough start. It was rough. Start. I was like, oh, he's getting blurry. I sure. tripped right. Like I stuttered. Right, yeah. Like I transposed a couple of words right off the bat. I was like, oh, this is gonna go poorly. <laughs> Once you were in it, though, you were. I was going. In. You were I was, going. I'm. I'm. I can't wait to actually listen to that playback and see if it's at all intelligible. I don't think you breathe for four minutes. I. I, I was hard to find a good place to breathe yeah. a couple times there. I was just running. I was just running sentences <laughs> into each other. I really don't want to be blood ranged. It really didn't. <laughs> I want to put that off for as long as possible, Jack. Oh, my God. Ow. At Sean's party, I definitely was pretty goofed up. and I could tell. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah. I think because when, when you sat down next to me out by the fire pit, uh, I had mentioned to you the uh, that my rehearsal run of this took four minutes and 56 seconds, and you have no recollection of that. No, happened. zero, none. <laughs> Well, <laughs> well, we're we're live, so I'll I'll pass on some of the more illicit things I did. But, oh, sure, sure, sure. Uh, yeah, it definitely was like a moment in the night where I was upset. It was I went oh. to uh, it was brief. Okay, at least I remember it briefly. Fair. Uh, so I was like, huh? All right, I do remember saying, I need drugs. <laughs> Evie, somebody find Evie for me. Yeah, that's about right. Uh. <laughs> And then I just started mixing beer and vodka plus other substances. And and then you talked about this and I don't remember any. I it, barely remember you being there. Yeah, that that tracks. <laughs> but but the reason I bring it up is because <laughs> I I uh I think Steve asked me about what we're doing for next season. I ranted through the whole thing. So they're very excited. <laughs> I'm sure. Um I, I I'm excited. I think we have some cool I think we have some cool yeah, shit no, planned I'm, for next season. Um, I was just thinking earlier, like, damn, my mom agreed to appear on the show. We're opening with that. I know. <laughs> uh, Steve recommended I read Foundation by Asimov. You know, I've always wanted to read that. I've I've read any Asimov, so that's why I was I was like, so yeah, if I have to read one, well, no, I, no, I read Fantastic Voyage. Was that that was Asimov, wasn't it? I thought it was Jules Verne. Was it? No idea. I'm not looking it up. My phone's being stupid. Uh, right. I wonder. Sure, one or the other. <laughs> If if it's not if it's not him, I haven't read any Asimov. Well, we'll look this up and then we'll resume. <laughs> okay. It is a song by several people and the nineteen sixty six movie. <laughs> and a cartoon. The Coolio song, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, you're right. Yeah. Oh, that was it was Asimov? Was, yeah. Okay. It's Jules uh, <laughs> I've read wait. wait, wait. No, it was it was Asimov. Okay, so I've read um, one Asimov. <laughs> Rogue One wrecked. Yeah, absolutely. Was it say eight Assassin's Creed's lunch? Yeah, yeah, hundred <laughs> percent, man. Yeah. And that, that's a good way to put it. It just, who? 
Yeah, had it not been up against that, I think, it, I think things would have turned out a lot differently. At least maybe a sequel. Yeah, I think at least they maybe would have gotten that sequel. I would have liked to have seen what they could have done with the Cold War. But yeah, that would have been cool. Yeah. I, well, that brings me to a question I had. What is the most recent history that they go to? I mean, like chronologically, like the closest to today? Yeah. Um. Because Cold War's not that long ago. Cold War's not that long ago. That would that would be the the closest to today that they got to. Mm-hmm. They've never done 20th century. Uh, they did late 19th century Victorian London in okay. Assassin's Creed Syndicate. Okay. All right. Because mm-hmm. that game was really good, actually. If, like Cold War, I'm like, oh, so I'm just living my grandfather's yeah, kind of memory, which could be funny and could awkward. Be. Yeah. Granddad. <laughs> Got the gout. I don't. I don't think so. I fucking hope not. <laughs> One of my coworkers has gout, and he's like miserable. Yeah. Like, oh my god, his feet fucking swell up sometimes, and it's just like yeah. it's horrible. Yeah. It's a rich diet thing, right? Yeah, something like that. Which I should probably watch that, <laughs> but. I ate a lot of rich foods. Well, not that rich. I don't know. I mean, like butter. I ate some butter. I don't think I, I don't eat. I don't eat an unreasonable amount of butter. I also spent a lot of my life avoiding butter. Hmm. Just I don't know. It's a weird color. Yeah, hmm. doesn't seem right. Come from milk yeah. and it's yellow. Yeah, How do I do that. <laughs> that doesn't seem hmm. right. Hmm. I don't trust it. <laughs> Now, if it was derived from a banana. No. That's how you get your butter. (laughs) Banana banana butter. butter. (laughs) (laughs) Cletus, get them bananas off that churn! Uh, I tell you again! (laughs) (laughs) You you okay, bud? It's uh, it's very like on one hand like okay well it w- it would be fine if they had like developed this backstory from the start which it sounds like they did yeah they they definitely did <laughs> and it, I mean I haven't played any of the games so I can't say like oh this has been hinted and I, but like I, I also recently watched a video on Lost and I'm like well if you look back at the, like episode three you can see the smoke monsters actually Jacob and I'm like oh great it's still stupid no that wait what. They, no, no, actually, they, they, that that can't that can't be right. No, they didn't. They didn't know. They didn't know that shit back then. No. God. It's it's just it's kind of like beyond my um, suspension of disbelief. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's it, it's it's too ridiculous. Yeah. Is yeah. I think that's part of it. Um, like. I'm now regretting that I was so upset at aliens. Mm-hmm. I would have liked to have gone back to when it was just regular old aliens. That would have been preferable to celestials that come come down to Earth to make a race of people to... I mean, Zeus did it, but... Yeah. <sighs> Zeus is also fake. Zeus is also fake. Yeah. And at no point do I listen to like a Greek mythology legend and I'm like... Ah, this one's really grounded. <laughs> Remember that time he peed on a person and got him pregnant? Ah, uh, yes, that time that swan came down to Earth and <laughs> impregnated that lady. Right. <laughs> Zeus has got a thing. It's Turning an awful it, thing. It's an awful thing, yeah. Yeah. 
They should make Hades into a game. Or uh, a they, movie. The, ga- the game, a movie based on the game. The game's really good. I have not played the game yet. I want to very badly. It's, it, it's so good. It's, it's everyone I've ever talked to about it is like this is fucking amazing. Like I, um, like I don't even like that style of gaming. Yeah, but the the intricacy between the the relationships and the ever evolving story and just like oh like you talk to this person over here so that affects this this and this. Um, or I do, like I do like that. Yeah, like little things too, not like big story arcs. Just like oh now you can Medusa's gonna be like flirty with you. Ooh, yeah, dangerous. Yeah, <laughs> it also they also do like pretty heavily hint that um, the protagonist is bi, which I do appreciate. I do appreciate yeah. that. Yes, and I think they're already there's a sequel in the yeah. works. Yeah. yeah, we're playing as like his sister or something, something like that. Yeah, yeah. I forget the specifics, but the game is hard as hell, but it was fun. I, I want to play it. Mm. I want to play it real bad. <laughs> <laughs> It's yeah, I mean it's it's crazy because uh you know chat GPT is like such a it's really received so much public attention for obvious reasons but it's like such a small part of the AI puzzle that all this has kind of hit yeah. so recently and so strongly with the with the art side and um yeah it's it's you know, you have you seen like a lot of these clips of like uh, people making you know little little movies with AI prompts, and you know the the people that post are like, look, I used five prompts and look at this dope ass film, and then like the other ninety percent of people like dunk on it, like look at their hands. Um, yeah, yeah. Oof. It's hands, it's hands and mouths. I feel like it really, really fucks up on a lot of the time. How are the stories of the, I, cause I have not watched these films. I've seen like still images, but not AI generated films. Most of are just like, they're visual showcases at this point. You know, they're not like, gotcha. Okay. I don't, they're not fully fleshed, like emotive films with a, with a purpose yet from what I've seen at least. Yeah, I, the the few that I've gotten to look at, like they don't have, like they're not like narratively structured or of any like meaningful length. They're just like long enough to give you an idea of what's going on sure. and like kind of like catch the vibe of yeah. what you're of what you're trying to get it to uh, to present. Let me let me throw a curveball. So it it's not doing great with stories right now. It's hitting a lot of cliches. Um. What if in the future, as it does get, as it will get better, it replaces writers that write the big summer tent poles, leaving filmmakers and writers to write the more personal, what would have been mm-hmm. mid-tier stories or indie stories? Because I, can you imagine an AI trying to write everything everywhere all at once? Oh it, God. It would, <laughs> the internet, the entire thing would explode it would fall apart so quickly oh God. yeah it's just writer i mean humans are gonna get replaced by ai for cost saving purposes mm-hmm. to make tentpole films you know yeah writers can continue to write uh these low budget indie 
fashion pieces all they want, but no one's going to make them. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think with, with the, with the little, the art pieces that we were talking about, like I want it. And it's really funny. Cause it's like, obviously it looks like if you look at it closely, it looks dumb as fuck. But on the other hand, it's like what yeah. we're talking about with, with, uh, exponential growth. It's like, I think they're going to figure out hands, uh, you know, yeah. quickly enough for this to be a problem. So- um, some of them already have. Uh, I've definitely seen some where the hands actually look like hands, um, instead of it looking like um, some kind of like Doctor Strange nightmare. <laughs> um, Let me uh, make your anxiety worse, please. Um, <laughs> oh no! <laughs> so if I can even find it. Um, so one of the things I forgot to mention, as far as like how I would use AI um, is to help kind of make it like a, like a image book. Like if I'm writing a story and I'm trying to develop a scene, I would say like provide me with some images of like a haunted house Mm -hmm. in Scotland or something like that. Okay. Um, And people are already doing that. Uh, I don't know if you're going to be able to see this Scott, but like, that's an AI image. Um, like there's this like mm-hmm. account that basically has already done the thing I needed it to do. Cause I'm writing a story about like a haunted house and C- Centralia. Uh, and you know, Hey, that's not Scotland. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like the, if, if, if somebody had been like, Oh, uh, Jerry Fingerfucker was, did this painting um would you like to buy it i'd be like hell yeah because it, i can't tell if it's an ai image or not unless i'm mm-hmm. told yeah um so i i went to a uh, sorry jerry finger fucker it's funny sorry jerry finger fucker he's a finger uh, fucker he deserves it <laughs> <laughs> um so uh my sister's partner uh played a uh a uh, uh an acoustic show at a uh, a gallery in greensburg Mm-hmm. And I was just looking around at all the stuff around the room, and there were a couple things on the wall that were AI generated images. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, they were like they were painted by a person, uh, or or at least one of them was painted by a person, but some of them were just generated by an AI image and printed out on a canvas. Mm-hmm. And now they're for sale in this little local gallery. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Were they charging the usual but, price of a? It was. I, I I can't remember the exact uh-huh. price. It was above a hundred dollars, though. Wow, for something somebody typed into a a program. Uh, yeah. Excuse you. That acrylic costs a lot of money. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, those inkjet cartridges get really fucking expensive. Visit our Redbubble store. <laughs> <laughs> when I when I upload things online now, like images on the lighting portfolio and stuff like that you can specifically like tag it like do not allow use with ai um Hmm. and if but if you don't do that by default you know ai can control all that stuff and bring it into its fold and use it however it it algorithms um so that's a weird that's a weird thing. <laughs> Checkbox that you need to look out yeah. for. 
almost immediately when this became an issue, um, you know, I submit a lot of short stories to different journals and sites and whatever. They immediately were like, if AI was involved in the creation mm-hmm. of the story, do not fucking send it to us or you will be permanently banned. Oh, I'm sure it was an immediate issue. Yeah. And people probably started flooding their submission yeah. boxes with whatever whatever AI stuff they had, they had been spitting out. You know what ChatGPT did create that I was pretty happy with? What's that? My fucking author bio. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Because that shit I do drives hate, me insane. I, I do genuinely hate writing that kind yeah. of shit. Like anything that's like self-promotion or like trying to uh, trying to yeah. sell myself for a specific purpose. Like if I'm writing a fucking resume or like an about me kind of thing, I it, it takes so long and my yeah. body just clenches the entire time. <laughs> All I did was I was like, here's the information, the facts that I want included. Make me sound smart. And it was like, but I'm like, okay, but a little nicer. And it's like, oh, okay. But. <laughs> Like the, those little tweaks are both fascinating, but also terrifying. God, a little bit, I mean, yeah. I yeah. need to get it to run my Instagram. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> I've, I've written where, like I've written emails to, to bosses or some shit, like stuff yeah. I truly have no desire to put my brain into and I'll put it out there. I'm like, okay, but make this sound more, more professional more professional or i'll say like write it at a sixth grade level and it can do that sure yeah um make it a good shit right like i'm talking to a five-year-old <laughs> yeah uh like if if chat gpt takes over all obnoxious emails i can't be mad about that i'm pretty sure that at least half the emails i get from clients I'm hoping are written by chatbots because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. did you watch any of Holt and Catch Fire? No, I've not. I've wanted to. That's that's been on my list for a long time. It was one of those shows that the first season was so fucking tight and good that mm-hmm. I'm like, you could have stopped it there. Yeah. You didn't, I mean, there's more story to tell, but like you could have stopped it there and I've been completely satisfied. There's no way you're gonna top this in the second season, which they didn't. Sure. But it was still really good and I didn't get to finish it, but, um, it's like Lee Pace. I think oh, Sc- I do like Lee Pace. Scoop McNary, I think. Scoop McNary. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I haven't yeah. heard, that's a name I haven't heard in a while. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's really good. Nice. Um, I think, I forget who's holding it hostage. It might be Amazon. Mm, either Amazon or Netflix. I'm not 100% sure. Yeah. I think it was on Netflix because that's how I was watching it. And then it switched oh, it to moved. Amazon, which I don't have. And ah. I, I'm like, can I just buy the DVD? Oh, there aren't any because you're holding it hostage. Okay. Got it. I, I'm so tired. <laughs> just, <laughs> the media landscape makes me so angry. Do you think that if we weren't hosting this type of podcast that we'd be as aware of the bullshit that's happening or is it just so um, present that... I think honestly I think it's just so present I think we're more tapped into it because of how how much attention we pay to these things and all the research mm-hmm. that we do but I, I think we'd still probably have some level of awareness of these things probably yeah I, I'm like oh I'm seeing these in TikToks and like of course they're algorithmed into my algorithm but yeah uh, I'm like, oh, you're a normal person talking about studio politics. 
I hate this world. <laughs> <laughs> this is not the world I wanted. No, but here we yeah, are. Here we are. <laughs> oh no, Mary joined. Mary joined. Yeah, Mary, who was very much there for my theater experience. I will say I I, I imagine she shares a lot of the same feelings I do about theater I I will say out of all the things that you've dropped on me as a surprise (laughs) in the middle of the episode this is my favorite um that, well, the the answer at how to fix Maryland d- don't it's, it, don't fifteen it, fucking Maryland yeah movies. it's just not don't fucking do it. needed I just I don't uh, I it's I don't understand the just the 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 utter lack in creative thinking of yeah. Hollywood executives. There were two ways you could have gone. You could have either not done the movie, or you could have made it entirely fictitious and done Mall and Drive. Yeah. Uh, either way, you didn't need to make this movie. Yeah, seriously. Like, there was, I forget her name, but there was a Marilyn Monroe movie like three years before Blonde. Was there? I think it's like Marilyn and Me. I, I can't oh, remember. Okay, yeah. You, you had stopped listing release years after a certain point in that list, so I wasn't sure. Um, and I believe it did well. It was less watched because it wasn't NC-17 with Anna Darmus's lovely rests yeah um i mean yeah and, and there was less gorgeous, cgi like, and no feed eye i'm I, you know what? i'm sure it was at least 99 percent less uh uh cgi fetus um i could do with never seeing that again i it yeah it, it like it's like, I, it's like i need to understand like did netflix just decide like no we want to do ours now like i mean they for a while and maybe still they're on They've wanted to like force their way into the Academy Awards. Yeah. Um, and I think that they saw, oh, it's a Hollywood movie about Marilyn Monroe with it's a fairly good cast. Yeah. They we, want they want to legitimize their studio right. in the eyes of the mainstream by by winning big awards. And I think that's going to kill them. Yeah. At some point. Yeah. It's just like like you can't just like yes, Hollywood movies about Hollywood do well in yeah. the award crowds. It's it's dumb. It's it's stupid. It's a waste of time and money, but they do well with that set. Yeah. And it's I don't know. Like, like, I think like, the, like especially the more we see like people's passion projects and like small. Uh, smaller releases kind of getting like dropped at the first sign that they're not going to be a massive hit or like just destroyed before release for tax purposes and all this shit. Yeah. It's just so fucking disheartening to see that, like this is the shit that makes it to the yeah. to the big release. This is the sh- this is what happens. I I don't know. It hurts my brain. You want to talk some more about Birdman? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> 